0: Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another fun episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. I'm very glad to be back with you once again. I missed seeing you all, hearing you. Knowing that you were listening, however you properly say that, last week anyway, I had kind of a crazy time at home. If you've ever had to fight IKEA assembly instructions... Uh, You feel my pain. It was a lot of fun. No offense to the fine folks at Ikea. Lots of great products that they make, uh, including the meatballs, from what I understand. But anyway, we uh, put some new furniture in one of my kids' rooms, and that just kind of derailed bedtime and that routine a little bit. But we are here. We're back, and I'm excited to be with you for another episode. We've got a lot of great content to cover. There's a lot of Disney news that has been dropped over the past couple of weeks uh, related to the opening sales, uh, reopening sales. I should say of annual passes, restaurant updates, seasonal updates, a lot of things in between, a lot is up and going at Disney destinations and I'm excited to be able to get into some of that with you tonight as well as talk a little bit about what kind of of destinations relax you the most. So if the show topic threw you off a little bit, we're talking about relaxation, Muppets and a little bit of sci-fi in the mix as we continue on our conversation about Disney's Hollywood Studios. Again, thank you all so much for listening to another episode and let's get into it, shall we? Tonight, this is Travel Tips Tuesday and it is September the 14th, 2021. Tonight's topic, relaxation, sci-fi, and Muppets. And you're probably wondering what in the world, what do those three things uh, have to do with each other aside from a very short scene in muppets from outer space where pepe the muppet is relaxing in a hot tub um trying to try to convince some of the people in in the scene that uh something like aliens are real or something i don't know it's been a while since we've seen it but anyway there's a scene there that kind of ties loosely ties all those things in together but really These things don't really have much to do with each other outside of the fact we are going to continue on with our journey around Disney's Hollywood Studios tonight. We're going to take a look at the kind of Grand Avenue area and also the Commissary Lane uh, area tonight, and we're going to chat Muppets quite a bit. So if you're a Muppet fan, we'd love to hear from you tonight. And our question of the day, as always, that we usually have uh, is this right here. What travel des- destination relaxes you the most? And in our pre-show time, I was kind of talking about the the reasoning behind this specific question. That is this: so many times we get focused on our travel destination, it can wear us out, man. It's just like, oh my gosh, is it ever going to get here? Are we going to have fun? Am I going to be able to relax? I mean, there's there's this sort of Disney cliche in in Disney parks fandom, and that there's no Disney, there's no tired like disney tired right i mean moms like with multiple kids and stuff parents with multiple kids yeah you know what being tired you know is like especially if you have multiple jobs and multiple kids and doing all the things right so there's lots of different types of tired but man, like putting lots of steps on your feet you're watching your kids you got lots of steps on your feet your feet are tired at the end of the day and you hit that pillow and you are out in at, at night um so a lot of what Disney is all about is about going and seeing and doing and experiencing. And for some people, they find relaxation in there somewhere, right? But a lot of people are like, go, go, go. Let's see all the things. Let's do all the things. Let's immerse ourselves. And there's a lot of great memories and things to be taken from that but sometimes what we need is a destination where we can just go and be and we don't have to worry about being at a specific place at a specific time we can just kind of get up and you know eat our breakfast if it's 10 o'clock in the morning or we're waking up just before lunchtime or whatever the case is if we're at the beach if we're in the mountains even if we're taking a staycation at home right There's a travel destination out there that relaxes you the most. I would love to know where that is and what that is for you. Please drop that in the comments tonight, and we would love uh, to hear from you. So uh, let's get into some Disney news. There's a lot to share. I'm going to go ahead and work on throwing something up on the screen. Uh, Last time I tried to do this, it did not uh, work out terribly well, but hopefully it will uh, work out this time. Um if we can if we can get it because occasionally um occasionally links don't work very well and Chrome has been kinda uh crazy with me lately. So I don't know if any of you are big uh Chrome users out there, but let's see here. There we go. All right. So um, oh, as I mentioned, there's a lot of Disney news that is that has um, dropped. In one of them, one of those pieces of news is about Space 220. And Space 220, for those of you that are not aware, uh, is a new restaurant that is going to be opening very soon. It's been in development for quite some time uh, at Walt Disney World. It is located inside the park uh, in EPCOT. In just so you're aware, if you do, I heard this on a podcast today, and I even had a client question about this today. So I wanted to be very uh, upfront about this uh, and let you know that if you have a park. Uh, past reservation you're a guaranteed entry into whatever that park is at, at walt disney world or disneyland in california for that matter uh, if you have a dining reservation at a location in the park say for instance space 220 or i don't know liberty tree tavern in magic kingdom uh, or some of the others that are out there, tucker tusker house at animal kingdom so there's lots of different you know restaurants inside the parks where you can have these advanced dining reservations just because you have one of those advanced dining reservations inside a park does not guarantee you have admittance into that park unless you have a park pass. So to, to, to have a table service, valid table service reservation, you basically have to have two things. Uh, you have to have a, an advanced dining reservation for that location uh, inside the park. And you also have to have the park pass uh, reservation of which theme park tickets are required to get into that. So basically it's two different systems that are working you know, together uh, sort of in parallel, not really um, meshed together, if that makes sense. So, sort of two 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 different systems. So, just wanted to be very upfront about that uh, with with dining. If you do have questions about how dining reservations to the parks and park passes and all that kind of stuff uh, works, please let me know. Uh, but Space Two Twenty is uh, right there uh, next to Mission Space, and here we go. Awesome. All right, cool. Finally found this. So now we're going to turn up We don't need to share the tab audio. Oh, there we go. All right. So, y'all can kind of see uh, where I'm at uh, with uh, this article. Perfect. So, uh, this was this dropped today uh, Space 220 restaurant at Epcot. More details and menus revealed. This is the official Disney Parks blog site. I always like to give credit where credit is due. So, this is not something I've created. This is the official, an official Disney uh, source and want to make sure that they have um, credit. So this is the first time where uh, we've seen a lot of these dishes, uh, that have been created. So a separate supple- sampling of the fixed menu. So, uh, there are a couple of different fixed menus that are there. There's the one for lunch, uh, that basically includes an appetizer and your main course. And there's one for dinner that is an appetizer main course and a dessert item. This is a prefix so a priced fixed menu. You pay one price per person. Kids are slightly different and then they, you know, you get to pick from a certain amount of things. Of course, they take allergies in, into consideration uh, as well, you know, and those kinds of things. So they're still going to work with you uh, with that. But um, again, two-course lunch, we can just kind of take a li- look at some of the dishes here. You'll see some fish some salmon in there and uh, some steak. I think are, that's their flat iron steak. Uh, dish. And looks like we've got a couple types of salad, maybe some Asian inspired uh, food right there as well. And of course, they've got some fun names for them that are space themed uh, and got to do that when it's, when it's a Disney themed restaurant, right? So the big bang burrata, the starry calamari, so if you recall, a calamari fan, blue moon, cauliflower, Neptuna tartare space greens, which I'm assuming is, um, what that is right there. Um, and uh, the Star Course. So those are the liftoffs or the appetizers, the Star Course or your main entrees. The Blue House Salmon, a Centauri Burger, flat iron Steak, and that has my name all over it right there. Seared tuna and bake, not macaroni, but mock i have no idea y'all can make fun of me but macaroni it's a it's a type of pasta uh, i'm assuming and of course they have some sweet dessert items as well uh for those that uh would like to partake of the three course dinner option uh the lemon mousse sticky toffee sticky toffee pudding cake and chocolate cheesecake so that looks like the um lemon mousse probably right there and then wow that looks absolutely amazing uh looks so delicious. And they do have some drink options as well. Some, uh, non-alcoholic and alcoholic options for those that are there, uh, some spirited options. So, um, feel free to indulge. And they just like, I love the theming. So, uh, you know, this restaurant, yes, I'm, you know, I'm expect the food to be wonderful and very good, but, um, you know, a lot of it is, is, is like a lot of Disney dining experiences is going to be very much about the experience itself. I think that's what's driving so much excitement behind this restaurant is maybe not necessarily the quality of food though, We accept we expect it to be pretty decent, you know, for the price you're paying for the experience and all that, you know, hopefully we'll be getting some good feedback there. I have not heard really a lot, uh, thus far, as far as the sort of preview stages, uh, that has been in thus far, but, as far as opening Space 220, um, the exact date for it opening is September the 20th. From September 20th to September 26th, it will be walk-up only. So walk-up only. So you you walk up, get your name on the list, kind of old school. You know, you're not calling ahead. You're not, you know, booking things online and, and that kind of thing. So the, for the first basically week, so from September 20th to the 26th, it'll be walk-up only. So if you're in the parks, you know, in the parks during those days, just be aware of that. September 20th to the 26th, walk up only. As of September the 27th, that is the first day uh, of which you can make a reservation for, an advanced dining reservation for Space 220. So if you're traveling, say over the 50th anniversary weekend, which is the following weekend, uh, you can you know basically book, uh, hopefully per availability, Um, a a reservation in advance. So be aware if you are doing advanced dining reservations, a valid credit card is required to be used in conjunction with your My Disney Experience account. So there's a little, if you go to your My Disney Experience account, you know, disneyworld.com you click on the sign in or profile button and you go to where it says payment method, make sure your credit card is valid in there and you have to have that on file in lieu of cancellation. There are very few dining restaurants that do require advanced payment. Uh, Cinderella's Royal Table at Magic Kingdom is one of them. I believe Victorian Alberts, when it was opened, was one of them as well. Uh, there, there are several. Uh, there are. Actually, won't say several. There are a few of them that are out there. I have not heard anything specific about State P- space 220 requiring advanced payment. I would not be surprised if that happens eventually. But as of right now, uh, I have not heard anything uh, that that will be the case. But a credit card is required to be on file to guarantee the reservation. Essentially, if you're a no-call, no-show, you don't show up, you do receive a cancellation charge uh, on your account per person. Uh, so just be aware of that. And that's going to be the case with the majority of... Of advanced dining reservations that are out there. Plus it's just common courtesy courtesy, you know, I mean, emergencies happen, unforeseen happens, you know, things like that. But, you know, if you're not going to be there uh, just cancel it and go on the app, make a phone call, go by the host to stand. If you're in the area, I had to do that with our vacation uh, back in January of this year with our family. We canceled a reservation at fifties primetime diner, canceled that in person. you know, in person, one of my favorite places. Uh, but they were so busy that they were able to fill it, you know, no problem. So, Space 220, super excited uh, for what is coming there. These dishes look wonderful. I am hoping myself uh, to be able to get a... Uh, reservation there so i will be on and up i'm also walking some clients through the process as well and answering some questions uh, as far as you know what they're going to have available uh, and i'm really excited just about the experience the ambiance the, the the detail that went into it i mean this restaurant has been hyped for quite some time yet uh, there's still a little bit of mystery around it i think uh, the theming is pretty I think pretty much out there <laughs> and available, uh, but it, it'll be neat to see what those first uh, first initial reviews are. And again, I hope when I'm there for the 50th anniversary in a couple of weeks, uh, to be able to give you some feedback from that experience. So. Uh moving forward, some other Disney news that we have for you tonight is that the Candlelight Processional returns on November the 26th. I am very, very, very excited about this. So what you may or may not know is that the Candlelight Processional is one of the longest running, if not the longest running, seasonal celebration at uh Disney Destinations. And I say Disney Destinations because the Candlelight Processional actually originated at Disneyland Park, the original Disneyland Park. Uh, Walt Disney himself, you know, brought it in. He wanted to see this as part of the park experience around that time of year in 1958. So just 3 years, just 3 years after Disneyland opened in uh, in, in Anaheim in Anaheim, California, uh, the candlelight processional uh, was brought in now it's of course changed forms the script has changed kind of a little bit but you know the choir has kind of always been a central part uh, of it the sort of location that uh, you know where it was performed and whatnot it sort of changed a little bit of course it's an epcot and is has been proudly performed at the uh, at the pavilion or the the amphitheater right outside the american adventure uh, pavilion at epcot so uh, super excited to uh, see that come back and be a part of it we're getting some more details about that that will Return officially on November the 26th. So looking forward to that. A couple other sort of bittersweet Disney news is that there's an updated Finding Nemo musical coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom Park in 2022. Notice very carefully what I said here, an updated Finding Nemo musical. So it's going to be an updated version of the Finding Nemo show that we're used to, uh, we have been told that there will be some of the familiar songs from the musical itself uh, that will still be there and still, still be present. But you know, the the directors and producers and folks that are in charge of making that show are busy working on that and kind of forming it into what it will be. So uh, previously in this show, well over a year ago during sort of the early part of the pandemic, we had a former cast member uh, of that particular show. Uh, Mr. Roblot, who had acted as a puppeteer for Marlin uh, in the show, and he did a phenomenal job. And very thankful to be able to chat with him uh, a little bit and hear some of his story. And uh, that that moment for him was was instrumental. And he's been kind of posting a few things about how it, it impacted him. Uh, very pleasant experience. Wonderful show uh, to see with kids. And can't wait to see what the new form of it is going to be like uh, next year in 2022. Uh, next, I want to highlight very quickly a new offer that has dropped. So one of the big questions that have that has been been floating around there that I hear from a lot of people is that are, what sort of offers, what sort of discounts are there? Are there going to be any, uh, you know, there are no offers around the 50th anniversary as of right now, you know, that sort of October 1st, really the, the month of October traffic is sort of automatically being driven, right? It's not that it's going to be like Christmas to New Year's crazy busyness, but, uh, it, it will be a, it will be a busy fun time, uh, for sure. And there's a new offer that has dropped specifically for basically mid December from December 12th to the twenty twenty fourth, 24th. And for uh, Florida residents specifically, Uh, where guests can save up to 20% on their resort stays, and that does involve value, moderate deluxe, and some deluxe villa resorts. Availability is subject to the dates and specific offer. Now, there is an additional offer for annual pass holders and also Disney Visa card holders uh, as well, so if you're not a Florida resident, you're not an annual pass holder, and you're not a Disney Visa card holder, there is not a current offer available for you at this time, but if you're one of those three uh, and you're available to travel from the 12th to the Twenty fourth, then there's a potential offer out there to maybe save you a little bit on your next Disney stay. So we'd love to answer any questions you have about that. Please let me know. I do not charge any fees along the way, as you well may be aware. So let's take a look at some of the comments here. Jen says, "Hello, Jen. I think if I want to eat in space, it will be, <laughs> it will be in Batu. Absolutely. Uh, so." Excited to be able to visit, visit Galaxy's Edge again soon. I love myself a Ronto wrap. If you have not had a Ronto wrap uh, from Ronto Roasters, or you can get those at Docking Bay 7 and Galaxy's Edge, they are absolutely delicious for sure. Hope says woohoo. Yep, yeah, we've been chatting a little bit today, Hope, about Space 220. I uh, have enjoyed that. So, let's go back real quick again our question of the day if you're just tuning in is this right here what travel destination relaxes you the most what travel destination relaxes you the most and i would love to hear from you as we get into our content tonight we may pop back over here uh, a little bit because i want to make sure that we are uh, in sync with where everybody's at yep getting some great comments in the personal feed so um Oh, cool stuff. So, yeah, we're going to come back to these here in a little bit. Y'all, y'all, you got some great, uh, great replies tonight. So, what travel destination relaxes you to most, the most? So, let's get into our content for tonight. Let's start our conversation here. So, about relaxation, sci fi, and Muppets. Relaxation, sci fi, and Muppets is a very interesting combination for sure, but we are continuing our conversation around disney's hollywood studios as we kind of take a land by land street by street uh, look at all that there is to offer it's probably gonna, this is probably going to be the most comprehensive look i do you know we've done magic kingdom we've done we've done epcot uh, we've also done animal kingdom as well We probably won't do as detailed of a look like this one more time uh, or or like this. And we're probably going to take more uh, general looks and kind of take different angles at at some of the lands and experiences of the parks moving forward. But I wanted to, you know, kind of wrap this up. We've got a few more weeks uh, left. So, again, we're taking a look at Commissary Lane and the Grand Avenue area of the park. So let's take a peek at Commissary Lane. There's basically only two things there. Some of you may say, may think, okay, Commissary Lane. I know there's like ABC Commissary. Sure, we're going to mention that here in a minute. But like, what else is there? Well, technically, the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater Restaurant uh, is part of the Commissary Lane area at Disney's Hollywood Studios. The Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater Restaurant is one of the few uh, basically dine-in restaurants uh, at table service restaurants at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It is a 50s-style drive-in theater I mean, you can't like drive your own car in, but basically you dine in a classic style uh, car with big screen, you know, in front of you. And they're playing clips of old classic uh, sci-fi movies along the way. Uh, lots of American fare uh, options that are there for you. Burgers are kind of the big thing. I believe there is a salmon burger that's there. Uh, if you're not a fan of red meat, and there's some other options there for you as well. And the the burgers there are pretty decent. I, I have personally, I personally, I'll be honest. I personally not dine there, but most of the people I talk to enjoy the burgers. If you like hamburgers, I mean, it's not your typical theme park burger that's been sitting under a burner for seven hours. Uh, I mean, these are pretty decent, uh, pretty decent items, and I and I hope that you will take a visit there someday. The other option there, that's uh, also dining in Commissary Lane, hence you know Commissary, right, uh, is the ABC Commissary itself. So. At ABC Commissary, it used to kind of have, um, I'll be honest, it used to kind of be a little rough around the edges and kind of plain, just sort of like hamburgers. Okay, you can get like a grilled chicken salad. So you get your salad greens and a piece of like grilled chicken on top and, and maybe like, you know, pick a few dressings and maybe a few desserts and maybe a couple other things on the menu. And it wasn't really like, I don't know. It wasn't, it was kind of one of those places. It's like, you can't figure out where else to go. Oh, yeah, go there. You know, well, you know, whatever you just kind of go, usually wasn't that much of a crowd. But now, especially since the reopening, uh, after they reopened from being closed for three months in, in 2020, uh, they redid the menu quite a bit. Uh, there's a lot of detail that has gone into reworking and tweaking a lot of the menus. You'll see a lot of the seasonal items that are there. There's some that are there now uh, for Halloween that we'll mention there in just a second. But right now at ABC Commissary, and this is not an exhaustive list, but this is quite a quite a few things that they have uh, options. These are specifically for lunch. And a lot of these will carry over for the dinner menu. Um, They are the shrimp tacos. If you like shrimp tacos, I don't do shellfish, but if you like shrimp tacos, there's an option for you, the Mediterranean salad with chicken. So there's your, you know, basically your grilled chicken salad. If you're looking for one pork carnitas tacos, uh, a chicken club sandwich. And then this is kind of like, this is what I want right here. Okay. The Buffalo chicken grilled cheese sandwich. Say that again. Buffalo chicken grilled cheese sandwich with... Four types of cheese. I didn't write them all down, but I know that cream cheese uh, is one of them. And I think like anytime you put cream cheese in a grilled cheese, it's like, you, yep, yeah, okay, you've got me sold, right? Uh, I'll just be like looking for my, to- my tomato soup and we'll be good. But you can kind of head over to Woody's Lunchbox if you want, want that. But the grilled cheese sandwich won't be as good as I promise you that. There are some plant-based based options at ABC Commissary. There's some super tasty Halloween-themed treats that are there right now, as I mentioned, like the caramel apple tart, a frozen apple cider, and chocolate mousse. And there is an adult version of the frozen apple cider as well, uh, if that is for you. So lots of great tasty options over there at ABC Commissary. I'm getting hungry and thirsty just thinking about them right now. All right, over on Grand Avenue. Grand Avenue is basically home of the Muppets. It's kind of Muppet land, if you will, but not really because Muppets don't really have land. land. It would kind of be fun if they did, uh, I think. But there's, it's basically all Muppets uh, in, in that area except for – Um, except for one little spot uh, primarily. And we'll talk about that here in a second. But uh, first off, the only attraction that we're talking about today is in this particular area of Grand Avenue, and that is called Muppet Vision 3D. And if you have not been to Muppet Vision 3D, you need to. Number one, air conditioning. Uh, And there's usually always room in there the uh is my one of my friends david dollar was who's i was blessed to be on their podcast somewhat recently on the main street electrical podcast shout out to david and jen uh they were talking we talked about this a little bit on the time that i was with them and then like the week later i think a week or two later uh they talked about this attraction on a little bit more detail uh and about how detailed that queue is i mean there's stuff everywhere there's like it's like you're going into A theater they got the ticket windows and all the things and you know but it's just like there's stuff there's always something to look at there's something like going on you know so you know there's something to have your attention they've got a little kind of pre-show video that's pretty fun that's like Rizzo the rat dressed up in a Mickey Mouse costume that kind of comes out sort of makes a joke and you know Sam Eagle comes out and they're talking about you know He's kind of talking and making jokes. Sam Eagle's one of my favorite Muppets, by the way. Just I think he's just so awesome in so many ways for so many reasons. Uh, but just so many fun little things to do and to see an experience before you even get into the show itself. Of course, 3D, so it's a 3D experience. You go in there and it's this wonderful looking, you know, theater. And of course, you've got Statler and Waldorf that are, you know, up there in the balcony that are yakking and making jokes. And the the video quality, I will admit, is Uh, a bit dated. So, you know, it would be nice to be able to see an improvement upon that show. I do not for the record. I do not want to see Muppet vision 3d go away. Um, I do not want to see Muppet Vision 3D go away. It is one of those that I think needs to stick around for a while. Um, I, you know, I love Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. I think it's a great great attraction, uh, but I do miss a lot of what the Great Movie Ride was uh, and and stood for and, and and involved as far as the live actors that were in the show, how they interacted with the with the, you know, audience or the, the guests that were in the ride vehicles and how that merged together. A really cool experience. It could have been much more than that, but uh, it was really neat to kind of see that and experience that several times. And I would love to see, uh, you know, more of that as we move forward. Muppet Vision 3D, there are some live-ish actors <laughs> that are involved uh, in it. And if you go see it, you'll, probably be able to figure out what I'm uh what I'm talking about but uh, it's it's fun it's cute there's some a lot of dry humor in it uh there's a lot of child specific humor that's in it and I think there's uh there's something there for everybody yeah it's dated but it is a fun 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 show I love going to see it so you know definitely if you're looking for something that's a little bit more chill that'll, that'll give you a laugh where you can enjoy some AC maybe get off your feet for a little bit and then you won't have to wait for a long time in the line. Definitely go check out Muppet Vision 3D. It's a wonderful attraction. I love it for so so many reasons. Let's talk about dining over on Grand Avenue. So one option, the first option that let's see here, Jen already mentioned earlier in the content uh, in the comments here is Pizza Rizzo. So Pizza Rizzo. Uh, one thing I'll tell you. Hit the pause button like figurative pause button is that uh, a lot of the quick service restaurants do close a little bit early in disney's hollywood studios that's been a, somewhat of a criticism and you'll see that in in a few of the other parks as well so Check the dining times for your quick service restaurants. Pizza Rizzo specifically, right now, is closing at five p.m. Now, as the parks get busier, those hours may flex a little bit. But just be aware: for the most part, a lot of the quick service restaurants do close a little bit earlier, so they're mainly lunch time-ish, late late lunch, early dinner. Um, kind of when a lot of them close. So Pizza Rizzo's only open till five at this point. Uh, pizza Rizzo, of course, pizza, right? I mean, that's what it is. You can get a basic little kind of side salad sort of thing uh, with your Italian dressing or whatever dressing you may choose. Uh, they do have a few dessert items there. One of my most favorite dessert items ever uh, I picked up from Pizza Rizzo's and that was one of the Darth Vader cupcakes that was available in uh, at, or I should say at uh, Star Wars weekends of, of many years ago. So Really, really good stuff that's available there. They also have some of the seasonal treats that were mentioned at ABC Commissary. You'll see some of the same ones there, not all of them, but some of them. And, you know, I don't want to say anything controversial on this show, but this is probably the most controversial we'll get tonight. I don't know how you feel about pumpkin-flavored stuff but i love pumpkin flavored stuff um i love the pumpkin spice i love real pumpkin we've got a coffee shop here in town that uses real pumpkin in their drinks shout out to just love coffee if you're uh you know anywhere kind of in our area tennessee sort of um just love coffee is great they use a real pumpkin syrup slash puree in some of their drinks and it's absolutely delicious so so good uh that they use and at pizza rizzo's In Grand Avenue at Disney's Hollywood Studios and Walt Disney World, they have a pumpkin cannoli, a pumpkin cannoli right now that is filled with whipped pumpkin cheesecake, whipped pumpkin cheesecake. Let me say that again. A pumpkin cannoli that is filled with whipped pumpkin cheesecake. Sounds amazing. I don't need I've never even had a cannoli, but I could I could go and throw down with some of that. Sounds pretty tasty to me. So again, Pizza rezo's for family friendly place, quick service, super easy to get in and out of. Uh, to set up your order, mobile ordering, and then pick your food. They've got seating areas downstairs. They got seating areas upstairs. Uh, they used to have video games inside. It's been a while since I've been in there. I think they got rid of uh, those per uh, per COVID, but kind of the pandemic, you know, sort of protocol and whatnot. Um, but Great place to go. They've got some seating outside as well uh, if you prefer to see, sit outside. Uh, secondly, for dining in that area, so because there's a lot more to that sort of uh, Muppet's nook called Grand Avenue that that it appears. So uh, there is also the Mama Melrose's Ristorante Italiana. So there's a, an Italian restaurant that is tucked back there uh, that's pretty delicious. It's, again, one of the other uh, table service restaurants that will take advanced dining reservations for you pretty good Italian restaurant. um, I would definitely check out if you are there. Thirdly, and this is the last thing we'll talk about tonight, and that is this, and we're going to take a look at some of our questions of the day, and I'll throw that back up on the screen here in just a minute. And that is the baseline tap house. So the baseline tap house is exactly what it sounds like is it's basically a light version of a pub. Um, it's not a pub where it has a lot of traditional pub food. It's got some little fingery food kind of things uh, in there and then a lot of different drinks on tap. A lot of different drinks on tap. And it's you know I would wouldn't say outrightly controversial or anything, but um it's is the well, it's the former spot of this little place called Rider Stop that was there when I was a cast member at Disney's Hollywood Studios that I loved going in. And there are some subtle nods to it uh, here and there within the within it. But it's a great place to kind of pop in and just kind of hang out and relax for a little bit. Uh, nothing super special uh, about it, but outside of what it sounds like. So if that's where you're at, you know, go in, uh, grab a little bite, grab a drink. You know, there's a lot of different options in there. Uh, It is very close to, to, to Galaxy's Edge. And, you know, so if you're walking or walking there, walking out, you can drop by and grab something. The hours there, it's a lounge. So it's not really lunch or dinner or breakfast hours for that matter. It is a lounge. It is open very specific hours. So make sure you check that when you go into the parks and uh, figure out if that's a place you want to stop by uh, and grab something while you're there. So I hope you enjoyed our conversation about Grand Avenue and Commissary Lane tonight. I want to take a peek over at our question of the day. Let's throw that back on the screen here for just a minute uh, as we roll on. Uh, So over in our personal feed tonight, Again, our question of the day is what travel destination relaxes you the most, most, and can't talk tonight. Uh, first and foremost, Steve says Hawaii. Aloha, y'all. <laughs> it's a great response. And as we are kind of bantering back and forth a little bit, he said, actually, anytime I start to smell salt water, usually about 15 miles out when driving, I can feel my blood pressure immediately drop. Like, yeah, I'm with you, Steve. Like when, when I'm driving down to South Alabama towards the Gulf of Mexico, towards Orange Beach that like stop that i make when we get kind of close and you can sort of you know smell the salt water in the air and you're getting down there you start seeing palm trees one of the favorite things my kids like to do is when we're on the way down the beach they like to look for palm trees and they know when they start seeing palm trees they know that we're getting close so I'm with you there. Uh, David says all inclusives asked him which one of his favorite was. He says he's a huge fan of palace resorts. Uh, I am also, I think palace resorts are excellent. A lot of people know about sandals and beaches resorts. Palace resorts are also a great option. Uh, They have a lot of options in Mexico uh, and there are some in kind of the Caribbean as well. So um, definitely check those out and love to answer questions about those all inclusives. If you have any questions about those hope says mountain cabins or mountain B and B's nice ones. <laughs> so uh yeah i love mountain cabins too In in like going to places like gatlinburg pigeon forge um cades cove like when we went up there as a kid something about just being up in the mountains it's just relaxing you're a little bit further away from some people you know some of the destinations like your gatlinburg pigeon forge area you can go down and do all the the touristy things if you want or you can just go to the grocery store bring your stuff up and park yourself and watch for deer and maybe bears and whatever else are out there and kind of stay in the cabin and relax for a little bit. Uh, Laura says the UK, I know it's not traditionally relaxing, but it relaxes me. So absolutely I'm with you. So great travel destinations that we all know and love can still be relaxing like a buddy, Dave Adams over at the unrelated at birth podcast, crazy enough, Disney. So for some people, Disney is relaxing. We kind of talked about it earlier, how Disney is a uh, destination where there's a lot of planning involved uh, a lot of times and there's a lot of go, go, go all the time. But for some people, that is relaxing. You know, when when I'm around lots of people, um, I get recharged. So that's the extrovert side of me that's that's out there. I still got to (laughs) sleep. right? I'm not that kind of person that can go all the time on like coffee and adrenaline alone. Um, but there's something about Disney that's recharging and relaxing for me in, in a few different ways. And then Kim says a Disney cruises. Yes. Something about cruises. Basically, cruises are all inclusives that kind of you know move around a little bit and your scenery changes a little bit. So uh, cruises can definitely be relaxing as well. And there are other types of relaxing trips that are out there uh, that many of us enjoy. And again, it could be something as simple as uh, a a staycation it could be something as simple as um just a just a weekend or an overnight trip to uh a bed and breakfast somewhere you know local even like you don't really even have to to travel far uh, in or like i could you know I, I think it would be pretty awesome to book a stay at a local hotel and just kind of have some uh time away for a, for a little bit so you know it's there's a lot of different things there's a lot of different creative ways that that, that we can think about a relaxing travel destination. And honestly, that's something that a lot of us need, especially as you get towards the end of the year you're, you're looking at that racked up vacation time that you've got sitting there and you're like, I'm I'm either going to bank this or I'm going to lose it. Uh, So maybe I better use it. That kind of rhymed and didn't mean for it to, but anyway. uh, So, Think about a relaxing destination. What is what is relaxing for you? Maybe it is going and doing something. Maybe it is going and doing nothing. Uh, when I first went on my wife went with my wife's family on vacation before we were married. Uh, we were her father's parents have a condo in the Daytona Beach area, and uh, we were down there. And I, I'm used to when we go down the beach. I'm used to like getting up, when the sun comes up, you know, drinking coffee, eating breakfast, and like what are we going to do? Like, What are, what are we going to do? What are we going to see? And they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, like, wh- what are we going to do? And they're like, well, I don't, like, what do you, I mean, we're here. And their idea of what they're going to do is whatever you want, really. So like, if you want to go for a walk on the beach, great. You want to go to the pool? Great. But really it was get up, maybe eat some breakfast, maybe snack a little bit, maybe watch some TV, eventually get your swim trunks on and, lather up in sunscreen and go sit by the pool or sit on the beach for a few hours if it's not too windy and then pack up from there, clean up from there and go back up and shower and eat dinner and then hang out and watch ice cream and watch TV at night and then get up and repeat the next day. You know what? that's completely relaxing. Like I I learned a different way to vacation. Sounds kind of dumb. Sounds kind of plain, but you know, uh, families do things differently. The families vacation differently. And as my, one of the, one of my goals as a travel planner is to get to know the speed to get to know the pace of your family. So, you know, I don't have a cookie cutter experience for everybody. You know, it may take us a couple of moments to kind of, re, you know, reel that experience in to figure out what experience is right for you. But I try to get to know everybody as best as possible. Sometimes it takes a phone call, sometimes it's email, sometimes it's text messages or Facebook messages, whatever it is. Uh, I take the time to get to know you to make sure you have the best experience possible uh, along the way, because that's what it's all about. I want you to be able to build some intentional memories that you look back fondly on for many, many years to come. So uh, I want to take one more last look at the comments. For you all tonight, uh, Jen dropped her answer there in the question. Any science museum, Boston and Philly have two great museums. You're right, they do. Uh, we, we're a big fan of science museums as well. There's one. There's a children's science museum in Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's pretty great. They have a really good aquarium uh, that's there as far as like educational value, but also diversity of the you know marine and aquatic life. They have there. There's the Georgia Aquarium in Atlanta that we love. Uh, and there's some other fun science museums around as well. So uh, great, great comment, Jen. Thank you so much for. Uh, dropping in there and dropping your comment tonight. So thank you all so much for watching Travel Tips Tuesday. Again, missed you all last week. Glad to be back with you again this week. Can't wait to be back with you again next week on September the 21st. And then the following week, we're going to have a very special show. Um, if you're here to the end, thank you for listening all the way to the end. But we're going to be doing two things for Travel Tips Tuesday special leading up to the 50th anniversary. I'm going to go ahead and give you a preview of that now. Number one, uh, I'm going to be basically restreaming My, the last time that I saw, I believe this was in 2000, I want to say 2019, uh, sometime earlier in 2019, I'll have to look at the exact date, but I'm going to restream the last showing of illuminations that I ever saw. The audio is pretty good uh, in it and the video is pretty decent. So there's one little pole that's kind of slightly in the way, but got a pretty decent shot of it. I'm going to restream that uh, special as we move towards the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney world. And this is not Disney world. This is Disneyland. Uh, but I did have a chance to see one of the Disneyland fireworks shows a few years ago. The reason why I'm restreaming this in celebration of Walt Disney world is that for those of you that are fans of wishes from magic kingdom Part of the wishes music was used in this particular Disneyland fireworks show, so we're going to be showing that as well uh, on a couple of different occasions. I'll be you know scheduling that, so you'll see that on Facebook and and YouTube in a couple of different spots. So you know, feel free to gather around and reminisce and have fun and and share it and you know replay it and all those kinds of things. So I hope that you all enjoyed that, and it'll just be that by itself. Like it won't be me up here you know chatting everything. It'll just be. Uh, that particular those those two particular things itself and again it may or may not be on Tuesdays uh, but as we get closer to the 50th anniversary celebration um, here in just a couple of weeks we'll be sharing a couple of those things and a few more things along the way we'll be doing some lives while we're there in person as well I'm not really sure what yet hopefully one of them will be from space 220 we'll see and uh, definitely from Magic Kingdom on October the 1st so thank you all so much again for joining us for travel tips Tuesday this has been a lot of fun a little bit longer than an episode tonight we covered a lot of stuff and we can't wait to see you again next week for another magical episode we'll see you all again very soon bye-bye thanks for listening to travel tips Tuesday we'll be back next week with another episode see you then